When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith while build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host. And Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 258, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard, and become known as that influential voice in your industry with a podcast. I'm your host, Anne Marie Cross, the Podcasting Queen. My guest today says God restores completely. That's our blessed assurance. And joining me on today's show is Andrina Sawyer. Andrina is the founder and president of Perk, P-E-R-K Consulting, an advisory firm for small to mid-sized nonprofits and businesses. And she's also the founder of the Minority Christian Women Entrepreneurs Networks, M-C-W-E-N. Now, originally from Freetown, Sierra Leone, she and her family moved to the United States when she was just nine years old due to the Sierra Leonean Civil War. And she now credits her family's move for her interest in human triumph and perseverance. Now on today's show, she's going to share how to use setbacks as motivation for a great comeback. She's going to talk about how to effectively go from business idea to execution, as well as how to walk in your God-given purpose and so much more. Welcome to the show, Andrina. Thank you so much, Anne-Marie. It's my pleasure to be here. Thank you for the opportunity. Oh, look, you are so very welcome. Lots of uh, really important topics I think we're going to talk about today. But what I want to do, and I love doing this for all of my guests, is just giving them an opportunity to briefly share how they came to start up their business. For you, it's the Perk, P-E-R-K Consulting, and that's an advisory firm for small to mid-sized nonprofit and businesses. So share a little bit. How did you get into that business? Was it something that um, God has been kind of nurturing and positioning you for? Have you always had this entrepreneurial pursuit? What 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 happened for you? Well, you know, it's funny because, you know, uh, sometimes we say when, when one door closes, it's really God's way of telling you a window's open. Yes. <laughs> and so for me, Perk was kind of an accidental purpose. Um, the short version of it is um, some years back, I was in law school um, because I just knew that's what God wanted for me. Um, and I got to law school and shortly after I had to drop out of law school and I went into a little bit of a depression because I was watching everything that I'd worked really hard for slip away from me. Mm. And so I just reverted to something that I love, which was working with nonprofits, um, to kind of cope with the depression at the time. And that's when the idea for perk started. Um, and I was having lunch with a friend one day and she said, well, what if law school isn't for you? What if you're right where you're supposed to be helping other people, um, help the community? 
and I pushed the idea away and I said, no, your, your Satan sent you. <laughs> this is not from God. Get behind me. <laughs> Get behind me, Satan. I said, I came here for a reason. I'm going to finish that reason. Um, but sure enough, three years later, I was having a similar conversation, completely different friend, different state. Mm. And I said, well, you know what? Why don't I just try it? And that's when Perk started. Yes. And you've got Perk with um, a period in between each letter. So what does that stand for? Well, it stands for passion, experience, relevance, and knowledge. And those are the core values that we yes. use to provide services. I love that. I love that. And so with the, the consulting and the advisory that you do, it is about helping them and, and share a little bit more about how to scale, how to grow a, a solid business foundation upon which they can continue to, to get their message out there and grow. Is that correct? That's absolutely correct. Yeah. So I'm, I'm fascinated by this idea of people walking in their purpose, yeah. right? And doing it to help the community. Mm -hmm. um, so I started with nonprofits, but now we actually work with for-profits as well. Um, and we come in at the very onset when someone says, I'm burning with this desire to do this for my community to start mm -hmm. this business. Um, but I realized that that wasn't enough for a lot of people. Passion yeah. doesn't put food on the table. Yes. Um, and so a lot of people were failing because they needed system. Yeah. Um, and I said, well, God has gifted me administratively. Why don't I see if we can put your passion and my gifting together and, and see what happens? Yes. So, so important. You know, something that I'm about to, um, to, to write some more articles around, and we share this often in podcast conversations too, and I'd love for you to share your insights, is that studies that have been done for quite some time actually from all areas of the world, women in business, they, they look at uh, some of the reasons why women in business not so much fail, but they never really reach the full potential, even though they're working in an area that they are very much passionate about. And one of the core factors is that women are often afraid to fail. And it's that mm -hmm. fear of failure that either keeps them playing small or maybe mm -hmm. not really playing at all. In, in fact, there's a dream and a vision that they have. And for many of us as Christians, we know that those that inkling is really God n nudging us in, in a certain area. But yeah. that, that fear of failure. So one of the things yeah. that I love that you're talking about today is how do you setbacks as motivation for a great comeback because I'm sure yeah. you're going to share with us that it, it is in some of the deepest valleys that when you've allowed God to work in your life and even practically practical tools that you learn too you end up far more knowledgeable and far stronger than you ever would have hoped to achieve were it not for that challenge and setback would you agree Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I, I think setbacks are God's breeding grounds, right? For, for victory. Mm. I think before we ever walk into that place where we feel like I'm fulfilled, I'm doing what he's called me to do. He allows you to go through those setbacks so that your character can be refined to sustain that victory and sustain that purpose. Um, I think, especially when it comes to women, it's so important for us. Um, we're often underrepresented in the boardroom. We're mm. often represented in conversations when it comes to business. And so when we talk about character building in the setback phase, we're talking about strength. We're talking about discipline. We're talking about courage. We're talking about boldness. All of the things that it does take to get out of playing small and get in the game. Yes. You know, um, and especially when, when we are talking about Christian entrepreneurs as well, we need the character to make sure that we 
play well mm. and that we play well while we represent God. Yes. So I, I absolutely agree. I think it's a, it's a prerequisite. Mm-hmm. Um, I was listening to a, a sermon by T.D. Jakes a couple of weeks ago, and he said, um, I don't trust anybody that's never been through anything. Yeah. And I said, that's so funny, but it's so profound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so great and you know I think so often as women too we expect that we need to know everything and we often and we've spoken about this so many times on the podcast too yet it's a conversation I think we continue to have because as women if we're not mindful we can get stuck into this or sucked into this and this is comparing ourselves to what other women are doing and I think as soon as we start looking at what other women and we don't do that with celebrate you know in a celebratory way in saying hey she's doing incredible things you know continue blessings in, in the work that you're doing we do it in a way that minimizes where we're at and so we can't grow and and flourish so what are the some of the things that you then um, and maybe it's through lessons that you have learned would you say to someone who's listening or watching today or maybe even the recording where they feel that there is far more and there's a sense that there is more there to be achieved more work to do however there are there are setbacks that we're trying to overcome or we're afraid of the setbacks that we may need to overcome and that keeps us playing small. What are some insights that you want to share? Maybe there's some Bible verses that you've held, you know, onto as well in those moments. Yeah, uh, well, so first as you're talking, I'm, I'm smiling because we shared this great quote on our social media platforms today. It's not an original quote, but I love it. And it says, um, we won't be so caught up in comparison if we're captivated by purpose. And I don't know who said that, but I, again, I think it's so powerful. Um, so for the woman who finds herself caught up in looking at the next woman, my advice is focus on what God has in front of you right now, mm-hmm. because more than likely, whatever you have in front of you right now is leading up to the thing that you've been praying and you're desiring for. Yes. Um, but if you're not a good steward of the right now, then how can you get there? Mm. You know, and, and being a good steward means being present, being attentive, um, being discerning, making sure that every single step that God is leading you in, you're right there in step with him. Yes. Um, and and, and when, we're, when we're captivated by purpose, we're not only being good steward of our activities, but we're being good stewards of our minds, right? Mm. And so we're allowing God to renew our minds and renew our hearts. And that takes, I don't know about you, but I'm so far from perfect. So it it takes a daily commitment to say, Mm -hmm. okay, I thought I had this thing down yesterday. God, today I need you to help me with this. So the first thing I would tell her is be so, so enamored with, with, Mm -hmm. uh, with God and and being a good steward of of where he has you. Um, And if you're struggling with dealing with, with setbacks, I say, go through all 66 books of the Bible. Mm -hmm. For me, one of the things that, that, has kept me going in even in really difficult times is Isaiah 54. Um, and Isaiah 54 just basically talks about the woman who was um, made fun of, the woman who's experienced a lot of setback in her life. She bore no children and she was despised in the community and how God would use all of those things and give her a beautiful foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So it's, it's full of promises uh, from God. So if you're struggling with that, um, I recommend reading Isaiah 54. Yeah, I love that. Thank you for sharing that. I think so often we look at things that have been our, our setbacks and failures, and mm -hmm. we, we do that with a level of shame that keeps us stuck, yet mm -hmm. we don't realize that it is God weaving and, and building our character. And often it is, and I don't, I, let me paraphrase the statement that often the mountains that we have climbed, we have done that so that we can go before and then help others who are struggling through a season in their life that are going through exactly what we did. And we've got then the character, the insights to be able to share it and, and inspire it and empower others if we work through those things. So thank you for sharing that. I think it's an area that many women can relate to. And, um, and, and and often goes through life just wishing that she would have more courage and boldness to step mm -hmm. up and, and step forward. Now let's talk about some practical things. How to effectively sure. go from business idea to execution. Because there's one thing, as you say, having a dream and a vision. And then there's another thing to actually execute in the right way to build a sustainable business. Right, right, right. So so there, there are steps that you take to go from idea, right, to implementation. Um, one of the first things that you do, which is, is both a, a spiritual and a natural principle, is to cast the vision, right? So mm -hmm. Habakkuk talks about that. So if you have an idea for, for a business that you want to start, cast the vision. Think it through. Think about the who, what, where, when, and how of how this business works before you run and tell everybody your business idea, mm -hmm. right? So, so flesh it out. That's the first thing. And then the second thing is to work on systems for your business. Um, so I like to tell people that when it comes to systems for businesses, there are four areas, right? There are the financial um, elements, the operational elements, the capacity elements, and the customer elements. Mm. Now, these are very technical things that are not as fun as your actual business idea, but they're necessary. Mm -hmm. And so it's important for an entrepreneur at the idea stage to think through how many different ways can I make money, right? So if you are, let's say, a clothing designer, don't just rely on making clothes to make money. So think about, you know, this, this concept of diversification. Think about operationally, like, what does this look like from the time I launch and open my business to the time I close my doors, right? Mm -hmm. Like, what is, what is unique about me? Think about some of these technical terms that people throw around that are critical to your business, but start with casting a vision and then move on to creating systems before you start actually working with customers. Because by the time you work with, you start working with customers, it, it, it might be too late to create the system yes. because now you have to keep everybody happy. Mm. And now you're struggling with time management and you're struggling with customer service. And so work on work on the systems um, before you, you open your doors. Yes. I, lo I love the way that you've said initially that you were gifted in the area of admin because not everybody is. And for you, you probably, as soon as someone starts thinking of an idea, already in your mind, mapping out, having the little folders and what systems <laughs> need to go in that. And that that's actually a gift that I have one of my sp top spiritual gift is actually admin mm -hmm. uh, and then faith is quite close there as well um, so mm -hmm. let's share take a step back and, and some of the things that you see are crucial all of the systems are crucial but if someone right. is just starting out and thinks you know what I have had a vision I've, I've got that down on paper because I know that that's so important but I haven't really yet gotten clear on the systems what would be the top three systems that people should implement as at today to really shift them forward are there some specific systems that you work on 
right at the beginning with your clients so that they can start to build the momentum that they need that'll get the income in which will allow them to grow and put more time and energy into building more systems but are there sort of like a top three that you recommend sure so so i would say when you have the business idea start with a strategic planning process right mm. so the strategic planning process will map out everything that you need mm. um, part of the strategic planning process is engaging in what's called a SWOT analysis and the SWOT allows you to identify your strengths mm. and your weaknesses and your opportunities and threats and so um, it's difficult for me to kind of give generic top three systems yeah but based on what you're able to fill out in that weaknesses quadrant that's the priority for the top three systems that you need yeah. so if for example your weakness is i'm really really bad at marketing you know i'm a great seamstress but my marketing is not so good mm -hmm. then we would start creating a system around your marketing yes. whether that looks like engaging a marketing consultant or you going through a class or you bringing in some help with some local students but we would start there yeah. if another weakness that you have is financial management when it comes to your business then we would start creating the system based on that weakness but i would say step one is think through the strategic planning process and start with that weakness quadrants to prioritize the systems that you need and um a great resource that i have for that um for those who are not familiar with strategic planning or slot is on strategyhq.org okay yeah. and i am not being paid <laughs> to endorse them but they were just really really helpful um for me starting out but onstrategyhq.org, yeah. um, or it might be .com, uh, but onstrategyhq um, is a great resource full of templates, webinars, um, articles, everything that you need to help you strategize yes. um, technically and formally. Yeah, yep. fabulous. So make sure that I'm just typing a link on the show notes um, sure, for sure. people to be able to access that. I love the way that you have identified, you know, creating a system around where your weaknesses are, because as soon as you mm -hmm. said that, there's a statement, isn't there, or a quote that says, you are only as strong as your weakest link. So if your Absolutely. weakest link is finance or is marketing, we want to make sure that that does not become something that holds you back from being that brilliant seamstress and getting your message out there. Or you might find that if, if finance is your weakest link, that you're selling products for less than actually what they cost and your profit margin is quite low and all these things need to be taken into consideration. So that's fabulous. So on strategyhq.org or .com, one of those will certainly one of those. Um, right. get you to, to that, but it's a good step, yes. Yeah, and if I might add too, you know, you mentioned something that was so good. Um, and I messed up in that area. So when I started, my price point was so low. It took me about two years to finally catch up to what everybody else was doing. Um, and the thing that I did, which you mentioned earlier with us women, I thought that it would give me a competitive edge. So I thought if my price point was lower than everybody else, they would come in droves. And, and here's the, the issue with that is that one, people don't trust you if you're much cheaper than your competitors. Mm. They don't think the quality of what they're going to get um, is as good. And then also it sabotages you. Um, but that's one of the ways that, you know, for me, at least, I, I did not put in the work ahead of time in that particular area. And I had to make up for it big yes. time. I think money mindset, it brings up so many issues for men and women. But I think women, absolutely. And I spend decades of my my 
previous career as a personal branding strategist working around money mindset, you know, one of the, the things that I will often say is that it can take you years to build the knowledge, the strengths, the abilities to be able, what you're now offering to your clients. And you don't want to undervalue that. And a great technique one of my colleagues shared with me, if you're pricing something, if you're a coach perhaps, you know, what is the utmost price that you think you would gulp by charging? And then what is the lowest? And say, I would not, you know, recommend charging that. And then what's a pricing point kind of in the middle there? That's, you know, when you're finding your feeting or your, 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 your um, grounding. And then as you continue to work with clients and generating great results with them, then of course you can confidently and in a mindset point of view um, increase your prices because you know that that's the value that you're offering. But I think pricing is a whole conversation that we could do a whole uh, show on, on, on its own. But great, great point there uh, because so many of us do, sadly, uh, undervalue and undercharge because we do think, as you said, that that is going to be um, something that will have us competitively place ourselves in the market, but uh, exactly. certainly not. Exactly. Let's talk about something else that you're passionate about, and that ha is how to walk in our God-given purpose. What are some insights you want to share here? Well, I, I think we're all placed on this earth um, for more than our jobs, right? I think in all of us, God has given us um, this kind of burning desire to help other people, either based on experiences that we've had or just insight that he's given us. Um, and so I think every woman um, is given the opportunity if we didn't have to worry about finances and what mm. other people thought and reputation and all these things, we would go full out for that purpose. And so one of the things I love to do is how can we create systems and how can we create support to allow each of us to do that. Mm. Um, you know, I mentioned me, I went to law school because I thought that that was what I was supposed to do. It just naturally made sense, right? I talk a lot, law school isn't for me, mm. but that wasn't it. But there was a component of that that was, that is part of my purpose, which is helping other people. Mm. Um, and so I, I really, really enjoy that for myself. And I enjoy seeing other people just walk in the freedom of I'm at my best self when I'm doing this thing. Mm. And I, I think, you know, we see that illustrated in the Bible from the garden all the way to Revelation. We see people who are leaving things that are comfortable so that they can walk in something um, that God can use them in a great capacity. So mm. that, that's, that's where my heart is. Yeah, I love that. You know, something as you're sharing that, you know, there may be someone listening or watching today that has felt that something that they had their eyes set on or their heart set on for so many years has not come to pass. Yet, And, and it reminds yeah. me of um, something that T.D. Jake said, and I, I love his, his messages. Often he said his son came to him once and said, you know, Dad, he was at school and said, what is this if this is not the thing? And uh, T.D. Jake said to his son, son, it doesn't matter because that thing is going to get you to that, that next mm -hmm. thing. And, you know, so often we do have our hearts set. For me, it was um, following in the footsteps of my family and I'm adopted so I, and I know that my biological parents were also teachers as well. So for me, it was teaching. And so when I, I had an accident and, and got concussed, I wasn't able to go to mm -hmm. university uh, in New Zealand, but my, my whole life kind of changed. It went on a different crossroad and I always felt this empty and often we do look back at that thing whatever that was that missed opportunity but yeah. you know what when we continue to energetically you know can, can be remain connected to that it stops us from focusing on where God has said look this wasn't for you this is where you are meant to be and I think that's where we need to get that clarity and that certainty yeah. 
And I think that really is what you're speaking about, you know, how to walk in your God-given purpose. God may have had you walk that line because there were certain things within that that he, he needed you to, to, to learn and, and, and then use that as we shift. And yeah, um, yeah. I think that that's such a great reminder for all of us. So share a little yeah. bit more about how people can connect with you and also find out more about MCWEN. What are the best ways for them to do that? So we're, we're social, very social. Um, so people can find us on Instagram. Um, they can find us on Facebook, on Twitter. Um, to connect with, with uh, we call it McQuen. Yeah, <laughs> because MCWEN is so long. <laughs> um, you can find us at MCWE underscore network. Um, and then to just connect with me personally, you can connect with me at Andrina underscore Sawyer um, on, again, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, and even LinkedIn. Yeah, fantastic. I'm most active on Instagram, though. It's my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> I love Instagram as well. Although I must say that I've been doing a lot more um, intensive focus and intention over on, on LinkedIn. And uh, that's a great platform as, as well. So if we're not yet connected there, I'll, I'll, I'll certainly be doing that after we finish yeah, the show today. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing. I think everything we spoke about today is so important, particularly if we've got this great vision um, to build a business that's going to impact many people, build a kingdom business that honors him in every way. Yet systems mm -hmm. are so very important. The mindset is so very important. You know, mm -hmm. take risks because yeah. every single time, don't be afraid of that word failure. Because I tell you what, if we spoke to every single business person who probably we admire, if they looked back over their career in history, there are many, many risks that they took, failures that are part yeah. of their journey, but from each of those failures has been incredible insights that they now use um, you know, in order to, to grow their business. Not that we're wishing everybody experienced failures, yeah, yeah. but if you look at them in a way that can be opportunities for learning and, and growth, then um, you know, don't be ashamed of, of, of what your journey and what your story is, which is, I think, beautifully what you, what you said today. One of the things that I'm doing, Andrina, at the end of each show is just to finish with a word of prayer. Might I do that for you today? Absolutely. Thank Fantastic. You. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Andrina today and where she shared her testimony in her journey. Lord, and how it's so important for us to not worry about setbacks that have happened, not fear potential failures, but, but Father, lean into you. Be reminded of your promises. And when we seek first the kingdom, your kingdom, Lord, you are with us every single step of the way. Father, we just want to uphold all of the work that Andrina is doing in her business, her consultancy, and the agency that she is providing expertise to help other business owners get their business off the ground. We also pray for the network and the women as part of that network. We continue to bless her work, bless their work, so that they can continue to make an impact in the lives of the people that they are here to serve and support. And we ask this all in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much for coming on the show and sharing that such an important message, I, I think. So many women um, have got a voice and have a message that can impact many, many people around the globe. And uh, I know that after listening today, they'll certainly be inspired to step up and start to share that. So thank you for being that role model for them, Andrina, and the work that you continue to do. Amen. And I, I thank you so much for the opportunity to just share um, freely about faith in business yes. um, and just what you're doing for, for a lot of Christian entrepreneurs 
to be able to support and encourage each other. It's such an um, isolating process. Yeah. Oh, look, I, I thank you for that. You know, for me, yeah. at the beginning of this year, towards the end of last year, actually, I thought I can't separate one from the other. And often when mm. I do, um, it's a big missing piece. It's such a big missing mm. piece. The missing, the piece that actually I, I think is what makes each and every one of us um, so unique yeah. because we realise, yeah. you know, we've got an incredible creator and, you know, sadly mm. so many people don't realise that and they've got a wrong picture of who God is and, mm. you know, if through our conversation and, you know, laughter and look, sometimes in tears because life is tough but we know that we have a saviour who loves us, mm. who's died for us and if we, if we really knew how much he loved us, um, or everyone knew, then uh, I think there would be a lot more peace and hope in the world. Amen. So thank you for, for being part of, of uh, that message and inspiring that hope and possibility in the lives of uh, others. Thank you so much. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including no-cost and low-cost tools and podcast production workflow checklist to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.